What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Talk to a Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. I saw this Instagram video where there was this female, and it was she made it to be like a parody video, and she was talking about how her husband says that she should dress up for him and look nice for him in the same way that she used to. They've been married for a long time. And she did this video where she's in this like beautiful evening gown, and she's mopping the floor and then it shifts and she's, <laughs> she's in another beautiful evening gown with her hair all done and her makeup done. And she's like bringing in the groceries. And so I'll, I'll link the Instagram reel. It was so funny to me because it was meant to be funny. But the first thing that I did was I went to the comments because I wanted to see how people thought about this. And a lot of the females were saying that the men are the ones that need to put in the effort and there were, there were so little comments that talked about the importance of just maintaining ourselves in the way that I think is important, especially if you're a first responder or in a relationship with a first responder. I will be the first to tell you that I think that being married to a cop is something that is very unique. It is not easy to be married to a police officer because our schedules vary. Our lifestyle is quite different. The demands on what you do for work and what I do for work, Clint, it makes the dynamics of a relationship very special and very unique. And with that, I think comes the responsibility of realizing the importance of upkeep when it comes to things personally. Yeah, I think it's super important to, you know, it's one of those things, do those check-ins with one another, but to keep yourself moving forward and, and to keep yourself in a state of, you know, that, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like that, like when you're courting somebody and, and you're putting your best foot forward all the time and over time, it's easy for that to be laxed and, and for you to fall upon habits of not doing that. But it's important to keep moving forward with that and, and to keep courting your spouse. It doesn't matter how many years you've been married. And even outside of the relationship, I think it's important for us to realize the things that just make us feel better about ourselves by doing it. I know one thing, this is going to sound so silly, but Clint, you like to put on cologne even after taking a shower, getting ready to go to bed. Yeah, you got to smell good. But it, it's luxurious to you, right? It makes you feel good and it, it elevates you somehow. Yeah, it, it makes me, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. I get out of the shower and I come out to the living room and you're there and you go, oh, you smell good. It's almost that positive reinforcement that you get from doing that just as something simple as spraying cologne after a shower. I remember listening to a podcast and a gentleman was talking about having these preconceived negotiations before you enter a marriage, things that are non-negotiable that most people would never consider because of all of the excuses. And an example that he gave is, let's say that one of my non-negotiables is if my wife gains 40 or 50 pounds, then that's going to warrant a conversation of what we decided in our 
negotiation when we got married. It could be if you stop taking care of yourself, right? You're, when you marry somebody, you're marrying, you're marrying a version of somebody that you hope will maintain in terms of whatever it is that you find attractive in that person. So what he was saying is if he marries somebody and he's used to her doing her hair and, you know, if she wears makeup, like he married the person who does makeup and not to say that it, it has to be all of the time, right? That Instagram video was an extreme example, I think. But I, I would say, Clint, that you married the same aesthetic version of me um, that I am now. Oh, I, I would argue that because you've gotten even more beautiful as time goes along. And, and but that's I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm talking about the effort that I put into myself, which oh. in all honesty, and I've told you this before, I've never done it for you. Those are all things that I do for myself because it makes me feel good. Right. I the makeup, the hair, what I wear, working out, whitening my teeth, like all of those things I, I have always done for me. Yeah. And and. And that's what I mean. Like you've actually probably stepped up your game even more now than when we were first dating. Like I think you've stepped up your game even more so, and 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 it shows. Well, thank you. And I I think that's an important point because when you're in a relationship with a first responder or any, I would say, higher demanding marriage, it's difficult to maintain those certain aspects of yourself. And people will use the excuses, right? Like, she's beautiful without makeup. She doesn't have to wear makeup. I don't care what she looks like. She's had all of these children, like all of the things. But in reality, those are excuses, I think. They're excuses that we tell to ourselves when we do get too busy, when we do get stressed out. And it's not to say that it always, right now I'm not wearing makeup, right? Right now I'm in a giant fluffy robe because it's freezing cold outside. But for the most part, I think maintaining ourselves in the same way that we know makes us feel good, especially if we stop for a second and we reflect back to how were things when we first started dating, it's an important just self-assessment, I think. Yeah, it definitely is. And from from the male version of that, it, it's something that we all fall victim to. I got the dad bod. You got the... The New Balance shoes, the sneakers with long white socks, like the epitome of a dad mowing the lawn, right? And it's something that you come home from work and you don't have time to do X, Y, Z. You can fill in the blank with whatever it is, how it relates to you. It's important to take that time to recognize your significant other, to realize not only what they're doing, but even if it's not important to them, it's do it for yourself. Like Ashley said, it's it's important to do it for yourself because that improves not only your health, but your own mental health and well-being. Yeah. And I mean, right now we're we're only talking about appearance because that's what this, this Instagram reel was about. But I would argue that the question would need to be, what are some of the things that you did when you first started to date your spouse in terms of aesthetic or upkeep? hygiene even, that maybe you're not doing now. And then to ask yourself the real reason why. If the truth is that priorities have changed or, I don't know, let's say I'm thinking about your mom. And I remember when you and I first started dating, she loved, she was like all about makeup and I'm all about makeup. So that made her more interested in makeup. But then she started to develop really bad allergies. And so a lot of the things that she used to do, she couldn't do anymore. 
of course that would be something that would be inexcusable um just aspect right not an excuse but an excusable one and if there are things that are excusable then that's not what we're talking about here the things that we're talking about are all of the things that you used to do to pour into yourself to just kind of like present yourself right here i am and then to feel that level of confidence and security in yourself not for the sake of needing to prove anything to anybody else or to pretend that you're not something to the person that you were dating but because you remember that way that it made you feel to feel good about the way that you were pouring into yourself yeah it's it's really important to do that and what comes to mind and and i see this in movies and tv shows you name it all the time it's like you know, a guy can take a shower and shave and be presentable for the day where a woman has so many things like a night creams, day creams and, and makeup and, and all that stuff. But the reality is, and any guy would say, oh, well, you don't need any of that stuff because you're beautiful the way you are. But the reality is it's not about us as guys. It's about the women wanting to feel that way for themselves. Yeah, but we can't just pick on women, right? Because I'm thinking about, for you, you accidentally had a mishap with the shaver and your eyebrows. I, well, that that's a whole different story. <laughs> but the, the point is, I am used to you maintaining your facial hygiene. And if, okay, so we're going to take like No Shave November out of the equation, right? But if there were times when you weren't upkeeping those things and you started to grow out a unibrow and I'm complaining about your unibrow and, you know, that would bother me 100%. That, that isn't vanity. That's me <laughs> taking pride in the way that I present myself. And also as a byproduct and a consequence of that, taking pride in the way that we present ourselves. So if I'm showing up to an event and then I'm showing up with somebody with a unibrow, that's going to 100% bother me. So if there was an instance where those types of things weren't important to you anymore, we would be having a conversation about it because there's something deeper rooted about that, right? It could be depression. It could be much more than the vanity aspects of how you present yourself. That is the important thing for this conversation to delve into because it's never about the, the surface level. There's always something that constitutes the reason why you changed how you were taking care of yourself. And I think that the unibrow thing is a great example, because if a female is used to her husband being clean shaven and for some reason, right, like choosing to have a beard, for example, that's not what I'm talking about, because you can make that personal decision in the same way that you can make that decision with how you grow out your hair, subject to whatever your department <laughs> policy is, of course. But the, the point is, is if you stop doing those things and it showed that you were you had something else going on with you apart from just, you know, not doing the thing, like not washing your hair. Or I'm thinking of someone that I know who they, ha they have not cut their hair in not almost nine years now, nine years. And they just wear it back in the ponytail and it, it's for the sake of not giving two fucks, right? Like they just don't care about it anymore. And I know for sure with this individual that there's something much deeper rooted about just not caring about cutting their hair. So this is just um, an example. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.